0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Above Dysfunction. This is a podcast and a community for those rising above the stories that come from growing up in a dysfunctional and or alcoholic household. I'm your host, Amanda Becker. Oh, man. I really missed you guys. And I came home from work today and it finally felt right for me to hop on and record an episode and that goes perfectly with what i'm going to be talking about today which is creating more space in your life by setting boundaries and really honoring and respecting your more sensitive nature. So this is perfect for anyone who identifies as an empath, a highly sensitive person or struggles with anxiety because that is what i've really been working on and diving deeply into these past few months and I came on here to share some tips with you guys and the reason why it took me a little bit to record an episode is that I really wanted to come on when I felt like I had the space and it wasn't something I felt like I had to do to check off the list but it truly just felt aligned with my soul to come on here and speak to you guys so here I am I'm really happy to be back and Yeah, I've just been creating some beautiful space in my life, which for many of us is something that we are not used to having. If you're anything like me, you are constantly looking at a to-do list, running from place to place, and you don't ever have time to just sit down and let yourself be. And Even though these past few years I thought I had created some space and allowed myself to have a self-care routine which um, can be bubble baths or meditation or um, sitting down to watch some Netflix. I truly didn't understand how many things I was doing that were still completely energetically draining me and how much time we require as empaths and highly sensitive people to recharge our energy. I was under the impression, as probably many of you are, that Um, I was able to take on a large load of friends, things to do, and different responsibilities, and that I was superwoman. And these past few months really deeply showed me that I was not. And during the time, it felt like my life was falling into pieces. I had to let go of friendships and things that I thought I was going to have for the rest of my life so that I could truly prioritize myself and my health. And the thing that prompted this journey has been some really intense chronic neck pain over the last year and a half and trying to get to the emotional root of that pain. So for those of you who don't know or haven't looked into this, um, all of our physical symptoms really have an emotional meaning behind them. And for my neck pain, it was on my right side, which is our masculine side. And I started to see that when I was in situations or with people that didn't feel super aligned or I was pushing myself over the edge of what I was able to truly do in that moment, the right side of my neck would completely light up um, in excruciating pain. And it took me months to figure this out, you guys, that the neck pain wasn't just because I was stressed or worried. It was because I was truly doing things that my body wasn't capable of doing at the time, and all that it wanted to do was rest. So I dove into this pain. I took a really deep look at how I was crossing my own boundaries and not using my masculine energy of discipline to get rid of the things in my life that were draining me. And some of the ways that you may know that you're an empath or highly sensitive person is that You don't like social situations with a lot of people. You easily get overwhelmed in crowds, um, grocery stores. These used to be easy for me, but these have become difficult lately, which is totally fine. You find that when you are around other people, you easily absorb their emotions. And this leads to burnout within someone who is an empath or sensitive. And there's really a difference, too, between an empath, which is someone who's able to harness these abilities and use them to better their lives and the lives of others, and then when those go too far and they aren't, un, they aren't managed, and that truly turns into a codependent relationship um, where you are not able to stay within your own boundaries and your own body, and then you end up compromising your own health. And that's kind of where I was at, if I'm being honest. And that's totally okay. I have so much compassion for myself for everything I've gone through in my childhood and throughout this last year that has brought me to the point of needing to take a look at the things that I was allowing in my life. So creating this space for me has been a huge sigh of relief. I took on a full-time job these past few months I was doing coaching on the side. I created this podcast. I was holding on to 10 plus friendships and trying to stay in contact with all of them. And I was also dealing with some pretty intense family stuff. And when I had an amazing friend who I will have on the podcast soon, point out to me one day just how much I had on my plate, and maybe your plate looks nothing like mine, but you can still have too much on it. She pointed out just how much I was dealing with and asked if there was a possibility that I was able to take some things off of there. And at first, that felt so frightening because if you grow up in a dysfunctional household, you are used to doing all of these things, staying constantly busy, and you are terrified of saying no to obligations, to people. You do not want to let anyone down. And that's what was truly getting to me is that I didn't want to let down the people who I liked, loved, had relationships with. I wanted to please everyone. And in this, I was ultimately destroying myself, not putting myself first, and running myself to the ground. And you know if you're doing this because you are maybe someone who also struggles with chronic fatigue, autoimmune symptoms crippling anxiety or you have chronic pain like I did and You start to notice these things building up in your body the longer you go not listening to them So I took inventory of my life and I made some really big changes and I'm coming on here today to let you guys know for the most part that I really want you guys to prioritize yourselves first And truly take a look at what you need to keep yourself sane and to maybe take some things off your plate so you have the space to just be. This has been revolutionary to me is having weekends where I don't have any plans, having weekdays where I come home from work and I'm allowed to go to a dance class or go to a float tank, or maybe I just lay here and I read. And this, as I'm saying it, notice if it's triggering you thinking about having all of this empty space in your week. If that maybe makes you feel uncomfortable because you know there's some emotions under there that you don't want to feel, so you're staying busy all the time, whether it's with friends or with work or with your partner. Um, Notice if it makes you feel uncomfortable because you actually don't feel worthy unless you're accomplishing all those things. Both of these were really big in my healing is noticing just how much I was putting things on my plate so at the end of the day, I could check them off of my list and feel worthy. But newsflash to all of us, we are inherently worthy and we do not need to check things off of our list to feel like we are. We do not need to run ourselves to the ground, be in contact with every person we've ever met. And say yes to everyone to be worthy. We already are. And when I truly started to sink into that truth, is when I gave myself the permission to just freaking be. And you guys, I can't tell you the last time in my life that I have really allowed myself to do that. Because when you have an activated nervous system or anxiety or you're an empath, You don't really know what it feels like to create that really laxed, calm environment for yourself. So I started taking some little steps and I was ending friendships that I felt like weren't 100% aligned for me. I was no longer giving my space and my time to family members who weren't aligned with me. And on top of that, I was letting go of obligations in my life that maybe I enjoyed doing. Um, I was teaching yoga, which I love doing. I've got my yoga certification a few years ago and I started teaching at a new studio and I absolutely loved it. But as much as I loved it, I was going through such a deep healing journey and needing to create space that it didn't fit in with my schedule and ultimately I had to let go of it. In doing this, you guys, I opened up hours and hours of free space in my schedule that allowed me to learn that it was okay to relax and to let myself chill. In this time, you will find so much space to discover what you truly need. If you are serious about going on a journey of healing, of learning to love yourself, of unearthing some ancestral trauma or childhood trauma, it requires a relaxed nervous system. When we feel safe, is when we are able to finally release trauma and release emotion. Maybe you guys have felt that with a partner you've been with who you truly love and feel safe with that you're able to open up to them. The same thing goes for releasing emotions out of the body. How calm can you get the nervous system? How relaxed can you get? This is taking self-care to a whole new level. And although it involves some self-care, Um, which a wonderful coach of mine invited me to create a morning routine and a night routine that made me go into my day with a relaxed nervous system. So for example, keeping the lights low in the morning, um, sipping a warm tea or a warm turmeric latte, doing some reading in the morning, and just these small things to relax the nervous system. And what I want you guys to get out of this This episode is how important it is to allow your body to do that and to get to a place where you love yourself and you love your journey enough to know that it's okay to give yourself that time. Um, I wish I would have known that this past year that when starting a business and doing all of this work, I'm so glad that it ultimately led me to knowing that as I continue to build my business and build my dream the best thing that I can do for myself is give myself the time to relax and give myself what I've always truly needed, which is to put myself first. In these dysfunctional toxic family systems, we are usually the caretakers. We are usually so focused on other people's problems that the last thing we know to do is how to take care of ourselves. Learning to put yourself first above all is revolutionary beyond words, and I might be making it sound easy right now, and it is by no means an easy path. This year has been painful for me to learn to put myself first, to speak my truth, to honor my boundaries, and it takes time to learn how to do these things. I don't want to make it sound easy and I don't want to make it sound like it happens overnight. There is no quick fix to healing childhood trauma. There is no quick fix to learning to feel worthy. These things grow over time, but I'm hoping that as I sit here and I speak my experience and I let you know that it's okay to let yourself just be, that it opens up a portal for you to learn more about the subject. To learn more about how important it is to have a calm nervous system, to set boundaries so that you don't drain your own energy, and to learn how worthy you are without having a to-do list or constantly be moving around. So this is what I have been moving through these past few months as I've been a little quiet on social media. And you guys will definitely see this from time to time. And it's one of my really strong boundaries is that as I move through stuff, sometimes I don't want to share all of it. And sometimes I take that time to refrain from social media because it just doesn't feel good for me to be on there. And I love that about the business I've created is that I can dive into these more personal moments and learn so much and shed so many layers of myself and come back in a new way for you guys with information and with healing that I can transmute to you guys. So I hope this is helpful to where you are in your journey and allowing yourself to relax, taking those small little steps. As I've said, maybe it's taking one thing off of your list this week that you think you have to do. Um, I love when people say that I have to do this. You don't have to do anything, truly. And it could be setting a boundary with a friend or a family member. Taking those small steps is, is what we are working on in this journey, not accomplishing everything overnight. Um, we so often think that being spiritual means I have to accomplish X, Y, Z on my list, and then I've done it all and I'll be healed. But what if the most spiritual thing you can do for yourself in this very moment is just to let yourself be?